0: Hey, hey hey. Ooh, that sounded bad, didn't it? Um welcome back, listeners. Uh it's the Junior Funners. It's 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 the Junior Funners radio hour. Uh, Listen to where <laughs> I say, here's fun. Uh what about the Junior Funners Radio Program Hour? Um, where they talk about football and that. Uh, yeah, so it's Junior Funners. It's <laughs> Um, we've, we've pivoted to, uh, old time radio, old people call it the wireless. Um, we're, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be our, like, that's our gimmick now. That's our angle. Um, it's not enough to just be a couple of white guys that just kind of talking aimlessly, uh, into, into microphones. You have to have like a, you have to have a hook, you know, um, for a while, the, the, the in thing was to like, be, you'd like go through like every episode of some old TV show or something or like a you know every every song by a certain band. Um but no, we're we're the first ones to actually go back in time and uh pretend to be like, you know, we're from the thirties. Um except you know, without like the racism and all the bad stuff. Anyway, it's Junior Funits, folks. Welcome back. Uh it's all about The show, that is, is all about Arsenal and that, uh, because we are Arsenal fans, for better or worse, in sickness and in health. Um, And by we, or us, or whatever it was I just said, uh, I mean the Fun Boys, which is myself, I'm Ollie, hello, and it's Lawrence.
1: Hi, listeners. What's it, Hanglin? Hello, Ollie, as well. Yo. Mm. What up?
0: Hanglin, indeed. Hanglin and dangling. Um, just swinging from, (laughs) swinging from left to right with the breeze. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we, it's been a a couple of weeks. It's just been, just been busy with life stuff, to be honest. Um, we don't, frankly, (laughs) we don't get paid enough, uh, to, uh, you know, to, to do this every single week to a deadline just yet. So Forgive us. That there's been a bit of a gap uh, between the last episode and this one, but it's uh, it means we got uh, we got plenty to to talk about, and it's not it's not all bad for Yay. once. So let's uh,
1: yeah let's
0: let's let's start let's start it off. Let's let's catch up uh, with Arsenal news. Now then. Uh whereabouts did we leave off here? Was it uh the <clears throat> Norwich match?
1: It was no, it was I think it was just after um the drubbing at Man City, the five 0 drubbing. And then they were going into yeah. the international breaks. And then Yes. And then we had these run of fixtures, free fixtures, uh Norwich, Burnley, and the scum. And um
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. So we, yeah, we were, we were heading into, because it was, it was uh, deadline day, wasn't it? We were talking about like the, the transfers, uh, that were going through kind of as we were recording. Um, so I believe we, we confirmed the signing of, uh, Tomoyasu. Yep.
2: Um,
0: our, uh, our new left back. And, right right, uh, right wait, back. Right back. I, sorry. I got my, uh, I I was because I'm looking at the screen I was like uh, yeah left and it was like no it's, it's my left I, yeah fucking idiot um yeah and uh, yeah we'd uh, been pretty abject against uh Man City um nothing new there really but uh yeah going into the international break things weren't looking too bright um I mean, during the international break, it was nice. Our, uh, our beloved son, our, our boy, Bukayo Saka, got his first England goal, which was nice. Yeah. Um, there was uh, a lot of very, uh, very nice support for him as well uh, to get that, having, you know, having uh, ended the Euros the way that he did with missing the penalty and that. Um, nice to see that everybody everybody seems to agree on uh, on him that, you know, he's, he's just uh, – it, you know he's 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 too good to let that be the thing people remember him for he's obviously going to be uh, he's obviously going to be going on to to better things but yeah we came back from the international break um and we had Norwich at home um now again based on our first three matches having lost all three of them without having scored a single goal we weren't feeling particularly optimistic uh but we managed to we managed to to get result we got the we got the points we got the the three points
1: yes and um you know i know it's just banter but uh well i hope it's banter but uh a lot of people were saying oh it's the uh the relegation scrap between norwich and arsenal both bottom the league with (laughs) zero points but um yeah you know it's it's football yeah. is a fickle thing, and um, you know, one minute you're top of the league, next year blow us, eh, eh?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, it's like that's also worth mentioning. After those first three matches, Tottenham uh, were top of the league, and uh, well, we'll you know <laughs> we'll talk about that when we uh, get to it. But uh, needless to say, ha 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 ha, <laughs> ha 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 Um, yeah, so yeah, we 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 got uh, we got a. a a scrappy 1 0 win uh, against Norwich. Um, yeah. There were some changes in the side, um, noticeably at the back. Um, Ramsdale was brought in to make his first uh, start in the, in the league. Um, it was the, f- as far as I can remember, it was the first outing of the, uh, the pairing between uh, Ben White and, uh, and Gabrielle. Uh, at centre back, and then of course you got Tommy Yasu, and then uh, Tierney um, out out uh, on either side of, of them, um, and that's been that's been the setup ever since, has not it? And I mean, you've yeah. got to say that it's we've. I mean, not to, to jump too far ahead, but in the three league matches, well, four matches in all competitions, because uh, we've also played in the Carabao Cup um, since coming back from the international break, we've only conceded one goal, um, so. Things yeah. are looking a lot more yeah. steady and convincing than they were
1: yes yeah, uh it's very weird and um you have to uh eat your humble pie you have to eat you know, uh, eat, mm. cro- eat eat crow or whatever they say and um yeah egg on your face a big it's just eating a uh, eating a
0: hot bowl of dicks as you know, iced tea would say
1: it's uh, it's it's weird having um some good form for a change, which was nice. It I suppose that mm. helps having um a consistent lineup and I was uh, gonna
0: say, yeah, I think the main difference is because it's something that we've talked about quite a lot, the fact that Arteta spent pretty much the entirety of last season uh tinkering and swapping around um the the setup at the back. I don't think we used the same back four or back three or back five. Uh in any consecutive games there was always a change of of some kind whether that you know some of that was brought about by injury or suspension or whatever but yeah there was there was this sort of endless kind of tinkering that meant that nothing ever felt settled at the back and we never we were never able to get an idea of what the strongest defense was like who the best kind of partnerships were because they were always being swapped around but we now have you know with with Ramsdale in goal, and then you know across the the back there with Tommy Yasu, uh, White, Gabrielle, and Tierney. There's some stability stuck with those guys, and um, they yeah they they look. I mean, it was going to be difficult to be much worse than we were in those opening three games. You know, having conceded nine goals in three matches, but um, yeah, they they actually do look a lot more solid and a lot more reliable. I don't I don't feel as I don't feel, you know, I, I don't feel as kind of queasy um, when, a you know, a ball comes over the top anymore.
1: I think um, <clears throat> it, it's someone like Aaron Ramsdale, you know, who's a bit more vocal and has a bit more of a... Yes. Like he actually like, um, looks like he gives a damn and... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, he actually, you see him kind of corralling his defenders and shouting at them and kind of organising them a bit more um, than than Leno ever did. I mean, I think Leno is just sort of, Similar to Xhaka, I, I think we've we've seen the best that Leno has to offer. I don't Leno's not gonna get any better than he is no. at the moment. Um and similar to Xhaka, he is for all of the the games where you know he might look a bit more solid and reliable, it's always there. The 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 threat of that game losing mistake is just always he's just always capable of it. It's just always right there on the brink, even even if things are going well. Um yeah. So, yeah, it's it, seeing Ramsdale and, you know, the, the job he's done so far. And, you know, he's not he's not exempt. I mean, it, even the best goalkeepers do make mistakes and, you know, he he's made mistakes in his career, but he's still young enough and he's played in front of some truly dog shit. He's played uh, behind, rather, some truly dog shit defences um, that have, you know, kind of uh, fucked him over and sold him short at various points in different games. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, He's looking a lot more like the real deal, and uh, yeah, a lot more like the, the kind of uh, a much more commanding presence, more of a leader. Just something that we've we've needed uh, at the back for uh, for a very very long time.
1: Yeah, and of course also getting the what the uh, thumbs up from uh, David Seaman, I think mm. uh, that's always it's always going to. I that's, think it's always going to help. Um,
0: yeah, huge high praise. That's that's the pretty much the highest praise you can get as a goalkeeper.
1: Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's nice having a, a nice, good goalkeeper for a change. You, you know, well, we we'll, don't want to tempt fate, but... Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so far, he's been pretty good. And, um, you know, having... Um, it seems to be a much more... Um, uh, someone like Tom Yasu who seems to... Well, the way Arteta wants to play, where, um, where Tierney will push forward but tomiyasu mm. almost because I saw in that in the in the game against Spuds uh, he was sort of like almost like an extra third center back at times so it's like Arteta kind of wants to play that hybrid formation mm. with a back free when you're on the ball but back he four wants to use that hybrid defending. theory yeah he wants, he's very much a Lincoln Park guy I can tell
0: he's got, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's got his points of authority yeah uh, and he wants to he wants to use that hybrid theory.
1: And uh, one step, one step closer to. It um, gets
0: us one step closer to the top four, but uh, you know, in the end, does it even matter?
1: Well, let's hope it does matter. Let's hope it does yeah. matter. And um, 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 and
0: that with uh, we don't end up with but yeah, paper cuts
1: like- <laughs> <laughs> from terminating his contract. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, just try to try to squeeze out one more Linkin Park song. <laughs>
1: but um, uh, yeah, someone like Tommy uh, Asu yeah. like, he seems to be, um, he seems to be like a very Wenger signing. Like I was, I looked at him, I was like, yeah, you know, this is the kind of guy that Wenger would have signed. You know, someone who's got a bit more kind of of a brain. Maybe, maybe he's not.
0: Yeah, it's like, do you remember when um, when he signed the Debushi? Um, and it was like, he looked really good in his first few matches. Then he had like a really bad, like knee injury or something that like basically pretty much fucked his whole career, didn't he? Like he, he he was injured for a very, very long time and then never really got back in the side. But it was like, yeah, there was a period like at the start of whatever season that was where they signed him and it was just sort of like, Oh yeah, he looks like he's, he's going to be pretty good. He's going to be pretty handy. Um, so yeah, it's, it's that it, 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 yeah, he has got kind of like the, the hallmarks of a kind of Wenger type signing.
1: Yeah, and all you need is just the front free, and I think that was the you need you need the right combination up front. And, um, you know, as much as I am a you know, I you know, i a big Pepe fan, but it seems to me, Pepe Sachs, apologist, yes, yeah, Saka, I will admit, Saka right now is better, so play He's S- so hot right now, yeah. And so, play Saka and Smith Rowe and Odegaard mm. behind Obama and uh that's a pretty decent front front four you know front three or four they look good
0: the, yeah i mean it yeah so that's that norwich game yeah Aubameyang, uh finally got uh, you know got off and running scoring his first league goal of the season having already got a hat trick in the carabao cup um and then we came up against burnley the following week and um again another scrappy 1-0 but the i mean the the goal was incredible you know it's a, a bit of brilliance yeah. from from uh the aforementioned Martin Odegaard.
1: Yes. Ex- exquisite uh, free kick and uh what was he? Only only thirty million? That's that's you know hmm. not not bad going, yes.
0: <laughs> no, for someone that young, I yeah. mean he's still only twenty two, isn't he? So I mean Captain of Norway
1: yeah. and you know.
0: Yeah. He's gonna that be, could be uh... he's
1: gonna be who brings uh Erling Haaland, do you know what I mean? He's gonna he's gonna
0: I was gonna say, yeah, he does, you know, he does <laughs> he's he's buddies with Haaland. I mean, like that I think Haaland said in an interview um that he'd like to be playing for a team that has Erdegaard in it, but I think that was when He was at Ma- everybody Real Madrid, th- yeah. Yeah, that was when everyone thought he was gonna be staying at Real Madrid. So wouldn't read too much into that. But uh yeah. Yeah, he um, yeah, he took a, a brilliant free kick, but helped by the fact that like the Burnley wall didn't really jump uh, to try and defend it. Um, but whatever it, you know, it went in and, um, yeah, we, um, I mean, we are just talking about Ramsdale, the fact that like, you know, he's, it, it's not like he's had nothing to do in these games. He's proven that he's a very good shot yeah. stopper and, um, you know, VAR kind of, uh, got it right for once. We, you know, the referee gave a penalty, um, for a, a, a sort of what was deemed to be a late tackle, um, a late challenge by Ramsdale, but. Yeah, VAR and the replay showed that he got the ball. He got the ball. He got the ball. Um, And uh, yeah, so that was overturned. So that meant that Sean Dyche could continue his 100% record of giving post-match interviews in which he claims uh, that Burnley should have had a penalty.
1: Uh, uh, I'm not prepared for my Sean Dyche impression.
0: Yeah, Uh, well, you know. We've done it it so many times. We've all, you know, we've all heard it, but yeah, it gets a
1: bit, it gets a bit old after a while.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, we we can't be expected to uh, compete at a level where we're not being given uh, penalties round the clock. If the officials aren't going to help smaller teams like us, then we can't be expected to uh, to compete at this level.
1: How did how did they get um that Cor Is it Cornet or Cornet? The Cornet,
0: yeah, that guy
1: from Leon. Surely, I was thinking. Why would you go from Leon to to Burnley? I mean, I, I who who, who
0: I, th- <laughs> I think his agent probably didn't do very much research. I think he just mm. saw that they were in the Premiership and was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you've always wanted to play in the Premiership, right? You know, you want to play, you want to play it like you know uh, <laughs> all those big clubs, you know, Man City, Chelsea, Man United." Yeah, well, this is almost as good as that.
1: Um, come to Burnley,
0: yeah.
2: I, if he ends up being much good, I doubt he'll be at Burnley for very long, (laughs) yeah. Um, Um, yeah, that was always what I was worried about. I was very mopey and
1: pessimistic. I was like, Oh, we're not gonna get a result, Burnley, I'll never get a result. There's always something happens, but um, yeah, I was very relieved. One nil, one nil to the Arsenal, as as, yeah. as the song goes, and just uh, like the yeah. old days. Um, <laughs> um, it's, so that was it's, it's Burnley, you know. we Yeah, it, I mean, it's just gonna <laughs> a,
0: a team that we should be beating, really, uh, and for once we did, yeah. <laughs> because as you said, we've gone through quite a big. Uh, it feels like we've gone through quite a sort of long patch of uh, just not. Um, yeah not not beating teams that we should be beating on on paper at least especially burnley there's always there's always some kind of fucking mistake or cock up um that we basically you know do to ourselves that stops us from beating them um so yeah uh and then we uh, yeah we we sort of uh, went from there to uh was it the that was the carabao cup after that wasn't it i think it was the um the next match after that one against wimbledon
2: so you,
1: you sorry listen, uh your internet cut out there a bit, so I missed that part. Um my internet's being oh. silly again, so I was, may I say that again.
0: Sorry, I was just uh saying that yeah, we um the the following match I think was um the Carabao Cup game against yeah, uh Wimbledon. Um uh Wimbledon.
1: What was the result of that? Was that three now was that
0: that ended up being 3-0, yeah. We we got a we got a, a goal in the first half from a penalty um yeah. that uh that Lacazette scored. And then uh we I think yeah, we got we got two kind of two goals later on there. Um that uh who got those? I'm trying it was Smith Rowe got one of them. And I was Eddie and Ketty I got the other yeah. one he scored a really neat um yeah he scored a very uh, very cool kind of neat goal um it was set up really well for him um so yeah yeah Lacazette got a goal uh, got the penalty on uh, 11 minutes and then 77 minutes, uh, Smith Rowe scored. And then, uh, yeah, Eddie and Kettier got, uh, the third one on the, the 80th minute. So again, another clean sheet. Um, even though there was, there were a lot of changes in the lineup, um, you know, it being a cup game that sort of makes more sense, um, as opposed to as we, <laughs> as we said, our habit of just doing it from game to game seemingly at random. But yeah, we had Leno back in goal, which makes sense. He is really, I mean, as a you know a cup keeper that makes more sense for for him i feel like um and then we had yeah uh cedric holding pablo mari and uh Tavares uh across the the back four there um but yeah they they managed to uh they managed to to hold their own against the mighty wimbledon um <laughs> Which I mean, I, you know, not to, that's a bit unfair on Wimbledon, you know, it's, it's, it's the cup, anything can happen. We've been beaten by, uh, we've been beaten by, uh, much worse teams than them. Um, yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, so that was, but yeah, that, that helped the momentum, uh, to keep going that, you know, it's, we might as well, uh, try and go on as good a run as we can in the Carabao Cup, having historically not treated it with any real, uh, significance, even in seasons where we've got to the final, we still haven't really tried that hard. Um, but you know, with no Europe to compete for, uh, fucking why not? You know, we've got no other games going on in midweek. So let's, uh, yeah, let's,
2: yeah.
0: let's see if we can actually go on a decent run in the Carabao Cup and maybe win it. So next round of that we've got, uh, we've got Leeds, um, who yeah mm, seem to be on a bit of an odd uh, streak at the moment of kind of not necessarily playing badly they're just conceding a shit ton of goals um you know like they 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 they're still entertaining to watch they're just not like like last season when they were just sort of everything was coming off for them and they were banging in loads of goals that seems to have deserted them but they're still completely open at the back
1: yeah that's the problem with um- Especially when you're in second season syndrome, right? Everyone figures you yeah. out almost. I mean, that was the problem with the uh, Leeds v. United game and everyone was sort of like praising how how well United played. It's like, I mean, yeah. they, they sort of let them. There was like so much space for Pogba <laughs> yeah. to thread passes because it was just that the way Bielsa plays that literal man marking instead of yeah,
2: like,
1: like two banks are four, which is always more the tradition that you see. Yeah, but Bielsa likes to go full-on full-court pressing every time and man-marking it's just yeah it's just
0: so much space behind like it's yeah yeah. you only need to have like two players that are like moderately pacey and then it's just it's easy
1: yeah Um, but yeah hopefully Arsenal can uh, get a result there and uh, and then it was the big one the big test that was at the weekend yeah with uh, the Spuds, uh, who would- yeah.
0: So going into this one, you know, having <laughs> having got a couple of scrappy uh, one nil uh, one nil wins against teams that are going to be in the relegation battle come the end of the season, and then uh, you know a three nil win against a uh, they're League One, aren't they Wimbledon? I think. Um, so yeah. it, it' not exactly you know it's it baby steps, obviously. You know this we can only play. We can only play who's in front of us, yep. but coming into this match against Tottenham, still not feeling particularly uh, confident um, that you know we're gonna get a result, or it's certainly not a convincing result. Um, so now I I uh, missed the match itself because uh, <laughs> full disclosure. I was uh, sleeping off a uh, particularly uh, brutal hangover. So, and, and, you know, as you get older, they take longer and longer to recover from. Um, I didn't mean to sleep in that late. But, yeah, by the time I, by the time I woke up, there was about an, half an hour of the match left. And I just thought, oh, fuck it, I'll just wait for match of the day <laughs> later on. Um, but, um, but, yes, imagine my surprise, Lawrence, uh, yeah. waking up an hour into the match, checking my phone and seeing that arsenal were 3-0 up. Yeah,
1: that was I I had to check my eyes and mm. my phone. I was like is this is this real? Am I in some fantasy world? Yeah, I I
0: I uh, I, I rubbed my eyes with with both my hands uh and then I I looked at the I looked at my phone
1: I went, oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, I looked
0: yeah. at the bottle. Uh, yeah, I looked at the bottle of uh, booze I was holding that was just labeled with three Xs and then I threw the bottle over my shoulder. Um like in an old timey cartoon. I, went,
1: I slapped my cheeks. I went, "Am I dreaming?" Slap, slap in my face. I was like, I, uh, "Yeah, this can't be real." How? how and is then this my happening? yeah, and then
0: my eyes started popping out of my head, and uh, I started uh hooting and hollering, and uh, then I I uh, just pulled out like a big hammer and started hitting myself on the my head with it. Um, it was yeah, no, it, I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that we had not only that, but in in such a like. <laughs> just within about half an hour i think by by 35 minutes we were 3-0 up like it you know it we it, we we'd sort of just dominated that quickly um and uh yeah it, it's you know i think it, the the headlines have maybe uh been slightly more, actually, no i think it, it's probably been about 50-50 there's a, bit, a lot of people sort of saying oh is this is this the the is this the real start of Arsenal's season you know is this is this where it all finally because that that was the first, I believe that that was the first game we've had where there, there's no injuries, like nothing. Truly, there was no, like, we weren't waiting for anybody to come back. Um, there was nobody isolating, nobody was suspended. Um, this was the first match of this season where we actually had an entire squad to choose from. Um, yeah. and it's, I mean, it, I, I, well, I guess, you know, I guess it showed in the end, you know, the proof's in the pudding. You know, we, when we actually have when we actually have a full strength squad to choose from, we've got, we now are in a position where we've got like a starting 11 um, that's, that's decent. And everybody seems to know, yeah. <laughs> unlike earlier in the season, everybody seems to know what their role is and everybody's comfortable with kind of, you know, how to attack, when to run, how to move the ball around rather than just sort of fucking, you know, fanning about at the back and passing it sideways on the halfway line, yeah. Um, there seems to be a bit more of uh, a bit more kind of get up and go about the way that they play now.
1: Yeah. And that was the other thing early in the season. We had a lot of um, players with COVID and illness and injury, mm. and you know, there wasn't really a whole a lot of um, sort of um, sympathy for us, too, I, I felt, from, our, from the pundits and the media. It was almost mm. like they didn't want to provide any sort of, um, Context or anything like oh yeah they got they're not a full strength team it's almost felt like they just went with the what as usual gets the clicks Gets so you know arsenal arsenal are, you know not very good there. they're going to get relegated blah blah blah, 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 blah. to fc but it's like we we had players out you know this was <laughs> yeah and and uh, but, I think yeah, yeah
0: it.
2: I think it, yeah. White also, club.
0: part of it was just the, the yeah the the that's it yeah the Ben White being part of it. The fact that we you know this much publicised thing of the oh they've spent more money than any other club and it's just sort of like uh, yeah. But then like a bunch of the players that we've bought can't play uh, because they're isolating or they're recovering from COVID. Um, but yeah, like yeah. you said, the headline or it looks much better as Arsenal have spent 150 million pounds or whatever. And the bottom of the table, you know, it, it, yeah.
1: Bottom of the table. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like, but yeah, Harry Neville um, had a whole, whole thing on Ben White and his aerial ability against Brentford. It's like, yeah, but, you know, is seems like he's a pretty good um, aerial threat. Mm. And he gave Liverpool a bit of a, gave Van Dijk a bit of, um, yeah. yeah. You know, you didn't give him an easy game, did he? He's not like he's, you know, this is the thing. It's like, because it's Arsenal oh, and he's been Ben White and he cost 50 million and he's like, he's going to get this, you know, it's his first yeah. game and he's going to get all this scrutiny from, you know, dare I say, hacks like fucking Gary Neville. And
0: Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, Gary <laughs> Neville's, I mean, the, the Gary Neville's track record speaks for itself. He is a fucking hack. I mean, he, you know, he's he's an idiot. I mean, look at his. You know, say what you want about his punditry. Like his, his, uh, even his coaching record is fucking pathetic. I mean, you know, when he was part of the England setup with fucking, uh, you know, Roy Hodgson, you know, we were we were terrible. We were in the fucking toilet, and then he went and managed Valencia, and you know, fucking drove them into the ground. Like he's, you know, he's yeah, he's he's a moron. Like (laughs) nobody should put much stock in anything Gary Neville says
1: but um but yeah as i was saying but um now that we've had our full strength team and Ben White he kept harry kane quiet and i don't know what's happened to harry kane I don't know whether it's just yeah, because yeah it seems to
0: be an easier and easier job to keep harry kane quiet these days <laughs> yeah. but it was it was very nice that he it, the icing on the cake was that his his uh like series of fuck ups is what led to saka getting his goal which was uh, which was very funny <laughs> Him, uh, you know, losing the ball yeah. and then trying to get it back and then falling over and then Saka almost like playing the ball off of him to yeah. get it back and then take the shot. It was sort of like he, yeah, like he was using Kane to get the assist uh, to to get his goal. That was wow, that was beautiful.
1: Yeah, it was great. It was, um it's wonderful. It's just, it's. It, I, lo- I just love it when everything goes well. It was a nice weekend because May and I mm. had lost and. Chelsea lost. Not, and,
0: yeah, I mean, not Spurs only did lost. Man United lose, but they 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 couldn't even like they didn't even have their you know their their customary uh, VAR penalty yeah. to help them. You know, like that was <laughs> that we should talk about that because that made me that filled me with so much pride. Like Martinez, uh, Emi Martinez, sort of proving that he's still he's still an Arsenal boy because he was just so intent on talking shit to the Man United players and like. Just openly trying to goad Ronaldo into taking the penalty. Like he really wanted Ronaldo to take the penalty because he was like, "Yeah, come on, let me save it." Like he's, he's just like, you know, he was so confident that even if Ronaldo took the penalty, he was going to save it. And then, uh, yeah, and then Fernandez just blasts it over the the crossbar, and Martinez just then starts dancing in front of yeah, the fucking great. United fans. He just starts like humping the air like thrusting his hips in front of the United fans. Just, just brilliant. Just, uh, yeah what a what a guy
1: yeah it's I'd always um you know That was great <laughs> anyway um but it was it was a nice weekend for a change and football wise yeah i don't we we'll have to cherish them because i you know i i always you know might be straight back down to earth and it, or, or and um We'll like, well, we've got
0: Brighton next and they yeah, yeah i mean they've they've got they've had a very strong start to the season haven't they so i mean like that's you can't can't take anything for granted there um because they you know i again Brighton are a team where we've not had the uh, the best uh the best luck in recent seasons neil mope seems to have continued his streak of just pissing everybody off by being a, like a uh, like a little fucking rat fuck yeah um he uh, just did, tries to get under people's skin.
1: We didn't go for Basuma, and I just know that a bigger club's going to snap him up. And
0: Yeah, uh, they probably will. Yeah. Yeah, he'd, I, I, yeah. He'll probably, if he doesn't go to a bigger club in the Premiership, he could easily end up going to like, you know, like Barcelona or one of the Milans or something. I hope, um,
1: I hope it's not Man United because I'm really, well, you know, I really think, oh, God, Man United are going to go for him. I just know it. Cause,
2: yeah,
1: you look at there, but then Fred and McTominay, I'm just like, nah, they're they're probably gonna go with try and get someone like B- a Basuma. It's
0: like, well, they, 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 Rice is the one that they've been linked with forever, isn't it? Is it, mm. they 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 want Declan Rice? Although apparently that's now they've now switched their attention to Calvin Phillips because I think I they pr- I would imagine that they think uh, they could probably get a better price on Phillips since Leeds are starting to struggle. Yeah. Um, and he might well have like a clause in his contract for if they get relegated. Mm. Um, so yeah, they probably get a better deal on, on Phillips than they could. For, Cause I mean like West Ham, obviously, you know, is still looking very good and, you know, uh, probably more likely, I mean, more likely to compete for Europe than we are this season. Um, so, so yeah, but yeah. And then, uh, that, that, um, the Spurs match was also. Uh, I mean, I, it, yeah. It, like I said, the headline is sort of like evenly divided between sort of saying that like, you know maybe this is, maybe this is Arsenal kind of coming good, or is it just that Spurs were that bad? Um, and you have to say they were pretty
2: shocking.
1: I mean, it was kind of similar to um, when the, I watched them play Palace, and they were almost like
2: they were I really know, bad.
1: Like Sangare losing his head against Palace, that was one thing, and then. Like I'm, I, really don't see how Davison, Sanchez, and Eric Dyer are an upgrade on Alderweireld and with Tongan. It's, yeah, like, does, does, you're not going to win anything with those, especially with Eric Dyer. Yeah. But, um. But anyway, it was it's hilarious to, <laughs> to see them. Yeah.
0: In bad I mean form. Yeah, like they, yeah. they're kind of just non-existent midfield. Everybody just either. I know yeah like everybody was just they they were playing like weirdly deep including yeah, Harry sort of, Kane.
1: They sort of I saw a match a day almost like they were pressing but it wasn't it was almost like how how do I put this like if I was I use I use FIFA Sonic cuz FIFA mm. tactics ends if you set your uh, pressing to just like low like contain or whatever it's as it's mm. called in the game where you are just you're not really pressing and you're just sort of standing in a line yeah and it's like that's almost like what taught, but there's no real sort of real it's not real pressing it's just sort of a line of free a line of free mm. and it's just so beauty oppressing yeah it's a beauty oppressing yeah and it's like <laughs> it's so it seems like easy to just pass through and, and like Arsenal were and Arsenal did you know it was, it seemed, yeah um, like there's just no real pressure on the ball. It was just almost like a line of three, a line of three, and then the back four. And it's just like no one's going in tight. No one's like mm. anyway. it's not. It's not like Liverpool where it's. I mean, like they get you. They get yeah, you Domaine, in the center, and there's like four of you immediately try to close you down. Or, yeah. Or um, Man City where you know, similar yeah
0: similar sort just, of thing. D- Man City where they just yeah they seem to have just. <laughs> Everywhere, everyone just seems to be everywhere on the pitch at any given moment. Like you said, the second that you get the ball, there's just like two or three players descend on you to try and close you down. And no matter how quickly you get rid of the ball, it's the same thing for whoever the next guy is that you pass to. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> Jermaine Genius was like, he uh, pointed out that, the, yeah, like their like forward players weren't even like, um, they weren't even looking to receive the ball like like when Lloris was like taking his goal kicks and whatever, like they weren't even like, they weren't even facing the ball. Like they were just sort of like, they they were like looking the other way. Um, so I don't know what kind of, yeah, I, I I don't know what kind of system that's supposed to be or what kind of tactic they're supposed to be doing there. But it, it's, I mean, Nuno's kind of reputation at Wolves was sort of for a very, you know, well-organized, um, a, you know, defensively quite compact and difficult to beat style of play um, that was very very effective and very efficient at counter-attacking but I d- yeah you just don't, I, I I don't see any of that anywhere in that, that Spurs team at the moment
1: Well you like you like to play that um, 3-4-3 at Wolves very lots mm. of pace out wide especially with Adama Traore and Yeah,
2: it's like yeah, you know,
1: someone like Adama Traore is, is very you know very unique player who's very strong and very fast and yeah there isn't any. Um, there isn't anyone at Tottenham like that and you know there isn't really, I mean, they, well they
0: got they got some players with pace but yeah, they, yeah they, the, of pace, the, the but... type of the so, type of players like yeah Dama has like what you'd call explosive pace in that like he truly can't be caught
1: yeah and super strong and um, it's like there's no one really like that at Tottenham and it's almost like there's still that Pochettino ness about it, where just it mm. the, the players are sort of. I think they're. I don't know. It's not. Yeah. This isn't. It's not a team. I think that's made to play as Wolves did. It's sort of like this is a team that's more for as Pochettino played more in. That. I mean, yeah.
0: The the lack of the lack of signings and investment in the team overall that does mean that it is pretty much still just Pochettino's squad, isn't it? Like there's very yeah. few new players that have come in since he uh since he left. So it is I mean it, yeah it is it's it's his entire kind of it's all of his guys. It's it's his entire setup. Um just some breaking news here uh as we're recording this. It's it's Champions League night. Um PSG have gone one nil up against Man City. Um it's uh <sighs> Idris Idris the gay uh, has, Idris uh, has a gay. scored
1: former Everton and Aston Villa
0: Yeah Idris a gay Idris It's a gay. like a question and an answer Um yeah so he yeah he scored against uh, against Man City so um you know that's funny Um <laughs> uh, what were, uh what were we going to say Um was there anything else Arsenal related that we had to, to talk about? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. Obviously. Um, um, yeah. Um yeah, I mean it is it's yeah, it's been great to sort of see the uh, the the change in um, fortunes of yeah, they they won their first three matches, we lost ours, they've lost their last three matches and we've won ours and yeah, Nuno got manager of the month for August and yep, now we're, you know, things are looking a lot more like they should do with uh, with uh, with us in 10th and them in 11th that's how things should be
2: <laughs> yeah but <laughs> and but yeah i'm i'm a bit more optimistic than i was 2 3 weeks ago
1: but it's like it's it, it's it's again it's that famous famous line that meme line it's the hope that kills mm. you it's like can we keep yeah. this going can we keep a consistency can we keep players fit I mean, Xhaka got Mm. injured after the Spurs game, but,
0: you know. Oh, no. Xhaka, it's.
1: it's, That's the Uh, same. What a shame. Xhaka got injured. It's very weird. I was listening to. I was listening to, like, one or two sort of Arsenal shows, podcasts, whatever you want to call them, YouTube shows, podcasts, just to try and get a feel of what everyone's saying. And. It's a weird fickleness. So I'm like, everyone likes Xhaka now. Has everyone forgotten what? Mm, not yeah, having just that. Just because he had one good game. He had what? He had yeah. one good game, and all of a sudden it's oh, all's forgiven, Jacker. And it's like, God,
0: no, it's it, that's the cycle that we've been in that? for like five years with him. Like it, it's it's just that's <laughs> it's how he gets you. It's what he does. Yeah. People haven't. I can't believe people are still falling for it. Like it, it's how, like we were saying earlier with with Leno. Like it's those those games where he has like one good game that's it that's the best he can do like he'll he'll have one good game out of like i don't know four or five but that's that's as good as he's ever going to get and it's like the yeah. the rest of the time he's just too much of a liability like it's not worth it it it's just there's no way that it's it's worth it like he's just a he's a fucking he's a liability he's a passenger like he's just he has the ability to fuck things up Catastrophically at any given moment for no reason.
1: Yeah. Um But yeah, hope hopefully. Um i I'm curious as to how he'll set up against Brighton. Will he chop and change formation again? Because Brighton don't they sometimes play a back free, sometimes?
0: Yeah. I think they I think that's how they started uh this weekend. Uh well yesterday, on on Monday. Um. Yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, like they've they've started the season very well, haven't they? I mean, they. You know, they are. Are they undefeated so far? Or I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I, um, I
1: do not know because
0: no, they've <laughs> uh, they lost one, but they've. Uh, yeah, they've lost. Uh, yeah, they they lost one, but yeah, they, I mean, they're currently, <laughs> you know, they're currently in sixth, um, equal on points with, uh, you know, Man City, Chelsea, United, and Everton. Um, so, you know, they're kind of, that's, that's, uh, you know, that if, if that's where we're supposed to be, isn't it? Like, you know, if you believe like yeah. the, uh, all the stuff that like the Cronkies and that are saying, like, you know, that's, that's where, that's where we're aiming to be is amongst those teams. But, uh, Brighton seem to have taken our spot somehow. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be an interesting, uh, yeah. Interesting rematch with the, you know, that, that little, that little rat fuck mope. Um, hopefully, if Xhaka does play, hopefully he can you know injure him quite badly. <laughs> that would be nice.
1: Yeah. If you just break uh, his ankle, take one for the team. Maybe, mm. but still, I don't know.
0: Joking, yeah. of course. Parody, it's a parody. 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 We don't actually. We don't actually. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. You know, just online abuse, is, just a big, yeah, online abuse is a big. Yeah, online abuse is a big problem in football. Um. So yeah, like, and so you know we don't actually we're not actually wishing physical harm upon just uh,
1: this is a comedy upon, show
0: exactly it's a comedy show we don't actually want anything physically bad to happen to that little rat fuck neil mope um that we hate um so yeah wishing wishing him all the best uh neil uh neil ratfuck mope anyway uh yeah, so well, I mean, so what? What do we reckon in terms of predictions then ooh, for that ooh, game?
1: Ugh. Are we at home or is it away? I can't remember.
0: I believe we are. Uh, I believe it's away. Let me oh, check. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's the and that's the that's gonna be the last one before this this next international break. So, yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe um, I I go so safe with my predictions. Like maybe like a. 2-2, two, two, maybe? Maybe mm. a... I don't know. Well, well I think our defensive you have been quite good. I think maybe, maybe a... Yeah. Maybe a 2-1 two, to... Sorry. 2-1 two, to two, um, Arsenal.
2: Okay. All right. So you're actually going to...
0: Okay. So, you're yeah, you're actually... Uh, gonna go optimistic with it. That's. I mean, I. I was gonna say, yeah, I was because we we did we beat them uh, last season at the Amex, didn't we? Um, so I think I. I'll go for another. I'll go for another scrappy one nil. I think we can. I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect much more than that at this stage in the season. You know, it's still it's still early days. Um, you know, we had it was a great performance against Spurs, but we're gonna. You know, we're gonna start doing that more regularly, but. In the meantime, I yeah I would I would uh, I would sell well settle. I'd be delighted with a, a <laughs> another win, you know, a scrappy one nil um, away at Brighton in the form that they're in at the moment. That would be a very good result, um, I reckon. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna go one nil to the Arsenal. Yes, and uh, you're saying
2: two one. Yeah, um, I can't remember all of the who plays.
1: In what position at Brighton. I only knew Mope, obviously, and Basuma. Uh who's in goal? <laughs> His name's Sanchez. I don't I don't remember yeah, all the players got, who um, at Brighton.
0: Duffy and that at the the back.
1: But um I know. I can imagine they might target um Ben White. I can imagine Mopay trying to get in uh, trying to get um, um Ben White. Um maybe. Um,
0: I mean that would be like, that would be cool if we, you know we that little kind of bit of poetic uh, justice where you know he gets Ben White gets his first goal for Arsenal against uh, against Brighton you know from like a corner or
2: something that'd be fun. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else?
0: Uh... <laughs> well, was that? Yeah, like I said, that was sort of the the only other thing I could think of in terms of you know getting a. A prediction for Arsenal wise. I think that's all the kind of uh, that's all the the news uh, that we give a shit about. Um, just seeing if there's any updates from the Champions League. PSG still one nil up against Man City. Oh, it's like Liverpool have gone one nil up against uh, Porto as well. Um, so good for them. Um, shall we take a break and then return with some? uh cultural appropriation and other other stuff
1: Yeah yeah
0: Okay try. uh BRB you're going to try and think of something
1: try and think of something
0: <laughs> Okay well I all right well when we come back from the break I'll go first to give you a bit more time to stall and think of something but uh in the meantime BRB listeners And we're back. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's the football uh, portion of this episode's content complete. Um, so let's move on to something else. Uh, so we're going to talk about cultural appropriation. And here's the theme tune for that right now. And there it is. Um, so, yeah, this is the bit in the show where we sort of recommend things from pop culture and that that you might enjoy. Uh, that we have also enjoyed. Lawrence, have you Have you come up with something? Or do you want me to keep I,
1: talking? I do. I have a couple of things. Oh, okay. A couple of things and maybe um, a film that I saw the other day, maybe a brief discussion on it. Um, okay. As um, I've mentioned them before, a group, uh, Mild High Club, uh, they mm. came out with a new record a couple of weeks ago called uh, Going, Going, and Gone. Going, Going, Gone. Nah um uh, which i've been listening to it's a very very uh, one of these you know psychedelic uh you know uh, mm. indie rock bands that you you are very
0: your tame parlors and so yeah. forth
1: but it's um it's more on the sort of jazzier stuff it's kind of like i don't know like a psychedelic indie steely danish not maybe not quite steely danish yeah, it, it yeah. uses lots of very jazzy Cool, jazzy stuff. It's more jazzy. It's than, more, more
0: kind of Mac DeMarco-ish then. Yeah, than, uh, yeah a Parlor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's
1: pretty jazzy. Bit of a, It's a little bit of a sort of reminiscent of Mac DeMarco a bit, and um, there was this uh, jazz musician. This is great. No, I can't. No, I can't do that impression. Oh, no, oh, 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 so, oh, I can't do that. musician no, I can't.
0: can't. Can't do that these days. I can't Oof, do that. Hey. Oh. But there
1: was this. Uh, there was this great jazz musician called uh, uh, Jerry Mulligan. Uh, I listened to uh, an album he sounds made. Sounds fake.
0: Sounds like a fake name.
1: <laughs> could be. Um, he was. He was nicknamed uh, uh, Jeru. J e r u. Jeru. Jeru. So, so yeah. maybe there's a. <laughs> sounds like Jerud.
0: Jeru. Uh, I was going to say Jarul. The. And uh, but um, infamous fire festival organizer.
1: <laughs> it was a. It was. Um, an album he came out with called Nightlights in 1963, which is a very sort of laid-back, chill kind of mm. jazzy music, sort of thing you might hear in a fancy bar. I don't know, but it's uh,
0: <laughs> late at it's, night, yeah, in a smoke-filled it's, room.
1: It's it's that cla- that kind of classy, laid-back jazz music, and it's it's mm. it's just lovely. Uh, I'd give it re- recommendation, and um, and I have just just brief discussion. There's a film I watched the other day. It was on BBC Four. It's the the, the Graduate. I'm, I don't know if you've seen it.
0: Oh yeah, no, fantastic film.
1: It is it was kind of weird when I watched it. I was like, like Dustin Hoffman's, Hoffman's character. He start, he started off like very goofy in the first sort of five minutes, and then once he's um, had sex with uh, Mrs. Robinson, yeah, suppose, and, and he's almost turns a completely different character. It's almost like this. Almost psychopath. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, th- yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's kind of the thing about it is that, yeah, he, he's a, <laughs> he's a dick. Like, your, yeah. your sympathies do kind of get switched around because it's like, yeah, no, he's like, yeah, he's a prick. And then, like, because, the, like, the ending of the film kind of like, and that's, that's the other cool thing about it is like the lead up to the ending of the film, it sort of makes it seem like it's going to be like a nice, like a nice kind of happy ending, like kind of a classic kind of Hollywood ending. But then you just sort of see like the like their faces kind of like you know after they like, you know they're they're driving away you sort of see their faces kind of slowly drop and you are just sort of like ah oh, yeah what now yeah
1: but it was very enjoyable yes I watched it the other day at Graduate give mm. it a give it a watch if you want
0: great film great obviously <laughs> great fantastic music, great, soundtrack as well
1: it was Simon Garfunkel yeah
0: great yeah Simon versus the Garfunkel. Um
1: Simon uh, and yeah. his Simon and his Garfunkel. Simon.
0: <laughs> Simon Garfunkel. <laughs> Have you got any Simon Simon Garfunkel?
1: S- Seinfeld Garfunkel. Um
0: Seinfeld, yeah, Seinfeld and Garfunkel. What is <laughs> what is the deal
1: with this bridge over troubled waters? What's the deal with this Mrs. Robinson? She's trying to juice. Anyway. <laughs> um But yeah, it's very good. But I found weird was um you know, Mrs. Robinson. She's portrayed as like older than, but the actor, the actress, is only seven years older than Dustin Hoffman. He was only thirty at the
2: time.
0: <laughs> was- yeah, I mean, Hollywood is. Uh, yeah, Hollywood sort of. Hollywood still kind of does that as well, where it's like, oh, like as soon as actresses kind of enter their uh, like mid to late thirties, uh, uh, they just immediately are cast as like mums. Like they just that's it. Like that you know that's they they have to be cast as like older mother figures, even if they are like, like you said, they're like, they're like six years older than the actors that are portraying their children. It's, it's really fucking stupid. Um, but yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it is, it is odd when you see it. Cause it's, especially cause like back then, like, uh, like everybody looked old, you know, like back in yeah. those days, like everybody looks old.
1: It's probably because they had to, you know, Shoot! Shoot in the five Kill people in the war, and they just you know. It, 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 yeah, it's probably really...
0: then you know everybody everybody smoked all the time. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. smoking was smoking was healthy back then. So yeah, it just aged you. It, yeah. You come back from World War Two, and you know it, there's nothing to do but just smoke, smoke stogies all day.
1: But yeah, it's um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Good good film. Now, I watched Wayne's yeah. World two with oh, I get it now. Now I, I knew the ending. Obviously, I knew the ending
0: yeah i mean the <laughs> ending's been referenced in so many different things it's all sort of like when you finally see it for the first time you're kind of just like oh okay um because yeah. it's in, i mean it, you know they did it in the simpsons and as well didn't they it's in it's in loads of stuff
1: maybe another quick in, but i don't know whether to talk about norm Macdonald because um
0: oh yeah we probably should talk about norm because it yeah he passed away since we because we, we talked about sean Locke, i think on the was it the last episode or yeah. the one before but yeah, yeah one of them lost a um yeah another uh huge huge talent in in the comedy world um just a yeah massive uh bummer to uh to have lost norm Macdonald. um just a a a really unique voice in uh in in comedy and so influential on so many people in so many different ways in in the comedy world um possibly the possibly the only funny, the only person that's ever been consistently funny on SNL, like, <laughs> like loads of his clips from like when he was doing like the weekend yeah. update segment, kept getting shared, um, after he passed away. And like a lot of that stuff is still really funny. I think partly because like Norm never, he was very open about the fact that, he never followed the news or read newspapers or anything. So like he was you know, here he was, was supposed to be in charge of hosting this like topical news item that they did every week, but he didn't really give a fuck about any of it. So all of those gags kind of have like held up pretty well. I mean, like he did a lot of OJ Simpson stuff, I guess like maybe if you showed that to a 20 year old now, maybe they wouldn't know who OJ Simpson is without having to look it up. But like, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, that's ultimately what got him fired, wasn't it? That he he yeah. kept making jokes about OJ Simpson, <laughs> like the, one of the executives at NBC was like, "I he's he's my golf buddy. You can't make jokes about OJ." And Norm <laughs> just kept doing it, so he fired him. Um, but yeah, no, that's that. That was a, a huge, and just amazing that he you know, he he'd been living with cancer for like nine years or something without telling anybody, um, which is remarkable. Um, they'd been living with it for for that long, but uh, yeah, that yeah. I mean, it's, it's difficult to recommend anything in particular of Norm's because he was just so funny all the time and everything that he did. I mean, you can literally just type his name into YouTube and watch whatever comes up. Like it's going to be funny, you know. There's obviously the the famous clip of him at the Bob Saget roast. Um,
1: oh, that was that was really good. Was that's just, really good. Yeah, <laughs> just ripping apart the whole sort of how stupid mm. comedy roasts are and just like
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just sort of just completely fucking like ruining the entire form, (laughs) the whole thing of just like, yeah, he was like, apparently he, I think he he said it was a joke book that his dad had of jokes from the thirties that was like specifically written to tell at retirement parties. (laughs) So like, he just, he's just telling all these like just awful corny old jokes to silence more or less. Like, cause the audience doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Like, some of the comedians on the stage, like, get it. Like, after after the first couple that he does. Because he's like, oh, uh, uh, Cloris Leachman's here. Cloris Leachman, a lot of people saying that she's uh, she's over the hill. Uh You're not over the hill, Cloris. Not in the car that you drive. <laughs> he just, just leaves these long pauses where, like, people are supposed uh, to laugh, but it's just silence.
1: Is his name Jim Norton? Is that his name? He's mm. like, he says, yeah. Oh, what should that was like? Henry Henry Fonda picking blueberries. And I don't know who yeah. Henry Fonda is. But then, and then he replies, who wouldn't want to watch Henry Fonda yeah. picking blueberries? <laughs> and then the whole crowd just erupts in cheers and laugh. laughs.
0: And there's um there's that clip of him on uh, the Conan O'Brien show in the 90s when um, Conan's interviewing, I think it's, it's Courtney Thorne Smith. He used to be on oh, the, yeah. the show Melrose Place. I remember um, Ali
1: McBeal, was it? Yeah.
0: no uh melrose place was the name of the show that that she was on um but like she just left the show and she'd made a movie with carrot top and like norm like he doesn't like he doesn't derail the interview but he just like he just keeps like chipping in with stuff that's just so like it makes it impossible for conan to focus on the interview because it's so funny (laughs) um And then, like, yeah, it's like the. She mentions she's made this movie with Carrot Top, and uh, she doesn't say what the name of it is, but like, Conan's like, okay, so we'll look out for the untitled Carrot Top movie. Um, and then uh, Norm goes, I've got a title for it, Box Office Poison. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> she says, oh, yeah, it's called uh, Chairman of, Chairman the, of board. the Board.
0: <laughs> and it's- then Conan's like, yeah, do something with that, you freak, because he's winding up the interview. He's like, yeah, do something with that, you freak. And then just as he's like, winding up the interview norms and he goes, i bored should be spelled B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> it's like, uh, it was, it
1: was you great. told
0: him, you told him to come up with something and he fucking did it. Cause he's a genius. He's
1: a great sort of a chat show guest. You'd be a guest One of on the best. Today, yeah. Which
0: yeah. Is great. great. It's like, yeah, I think in, in this country, like we have, you know, we have comics that are, you know, they, they do obviously panel shows more than those sorts of like chat shows, but like, yeah, you know, there's obviously like comedians who are like funnier. I well, at least I I find them funnier on kind of panel shows than I do with their stand-up. Like I think, you know, I think like I think a lot of Jimmy Carr's stand-up is pretty kind of hacky and not very funny. But you know, you watch him on like, you know, whatever like panel show he's on. Like you know, he's clearly a funny man. He just his material isn't very good. Um when he you know, when he's when he's doing his act. But anyway, yeah, Norm Macdonald. Um like just literally just type his name into YouTube and watch whatever comes up. Um, just, yeah, so many, so many funny moments from that guy's career. Um, and just so sad that he's not uh, around anybody, you know, we, <laughs> yeah, it, it still feels weird to me that we all just have to kind of go around acting normal, even though Norm MacDonald isn't here anymore. Um, it's yeah. yeah, it's, it's fucked up. But um, but yeah, did you have anything specific that was norm related that you wanted to to recommend?
1: Well, uh, no, 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 it's um just <laughs> same so uh, same thing you said, just like as I did, just find all the stuff. It's all on YouTube's YouTube. The yeah. It's all there. Just I'm not norm is the main channel that seems to upload a clip. They seem I tend to repeat them the, the clips a bit. Yeah, well, I
0: mean, there's only so much content. Oh, the I mean, best,
1: like, the best one I think was his when he did the YouTube Award show. Oh up, yeah, <laughs> he came in just because he in
0: truly his, doesn't give a fuck. He just, really doesn't care.
1: Like trekkie bottoms and hoodie trainers. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's just ripping the piss out of everyone.
0: <laughs> Having to like read that, he used to like read a list of like famous YouTubers that are there, clearly not knowing who any of them are. He's like, oh, we've got Dax Flame is here. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's a really good one. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, like all the the stuff of him on like uh, Weekend Update is also really good. Like that, I was thinking about the one today where he's like, um, <laughs> there's like a, a new story about like um, the use of pot among high school students is at a record high. Don't I know it? He pulls out, like, a big <laughs> fist of, dollar, like, money. He's just got, like, a big handful of cash. Like, don't I know it?
1: I always, um, felt, I always felt like there was, like, a kind of sexual tension between him and Sarah Silverman. was like...
0: Maybe. I think, like, because they, they were old friends. They were, like, yeah. they've. But maybe. But Norm had...
1: Apparently, apparently um, she had to pick him up from the airport once, and she had, like... She apparently she said she crapped herself, like literally crapped herself, and she had to pick him up <laughs> from the airport. And he gets to the car. First thing he says is, "Smells like shit in here."
0: <laughs> Man, that's a uh, that's a tough one. Crapping yourself at the airport. That's 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 a that's, a, that's oof. No coming back from that. Um. But yeah. Yeah, I, there is. There's. There's just an infinite number of like funny norm uh, stories that are like any. He, he's. It's almost like he's the opposite of uh, of Bill Maher in that like everyone that works in comedy seems to have at least one story about Bill Maher being a prick. Um, yeah. <laughs> like everyone seems to have like everyone that sort of like you know either worked with him tangentially or whatever has a has a story about him being an asshole and then almost the exact opposite seems to be true of Norm Macdonald where like everybody's got like a you know a story where like he wasn't even on stage but he was still being like the funniest guy in the world um so yeah um yeah check out just
1: oh, the, uh- Norm
0: Macdonald in the abstract guys just yeah literally look up yeah. anything he did um for my recommendations, uh, I'll recommend I'll I recommend a, a, a couple of albums to start with as well, just as, as Lawrence did. Um, in the last sort of few weeks since we've been off, there's been a, a couple of um, couple of big hip hop releases. Um, Baby Keem, uh, the the melodic blue is the name of the album, but yeah, Baby Keem. Uh, it's... it's Kendrick Lamar's cousin which doesn't hurt um if you're a, you know if you're a hip hop artist so Kendrick Lamar appears on a a few songs on that um and it's it's a it's a great album like Baby Keem's no he's no slouch like he doesn't he doesn't deserve to just kind of coast on the reputation of being Kendrick Lamar's cousin like he's a very good rapper in his own right a very smart lyricist um but yeah yeah some some great songs on there that, i mean that yeah the the obvious highlights i mean having I listened to it through a couple of times so far the obvious highlights are the tracks with with Kendrick on it I mean everybody <laughs> seen people online talking a lot about um Range Brothers that's the one where uh that's the one with the top of the mountain top of the mountain top of the mountain top of the mountain let's get this shit let's get this shit um so yeah that's <laughs> that's a that's a great song but yeah check out um the melodic blue um by uh, by baby Keem. and then also um the i mean a lot of people are calling this uh the album of the year already i mean there's a few months left of the year but i I'd, I'd be surprised if yeah there's there's many other contenders for album of the year but little sims uh new album uh, sometimes i might be introvert um it's uh it's a banger folks it's yeah it's it's fucking brilliant um she is just yeah she's so smart and uh just so uh yeah just <laughs> insanely talented um, so yeah, check out, check out those two albums, and I'll also recommend... Uh, I enjoyed the miniseries uh, that's just finished on Amazon. The, the, the episodes were coming out weekly, but the finale just aired last week, so you can now binge the whole thing if you've not uh, watched it. But Nine Perfect Strangers um, on Amazon. Um, it's the latest in the seemingly ongoing collaboration between uh, David E. Kelly and Nicole Kidman. Um, who David E. Kelly incident. I mean, you mentioned Ali McBeal earlier, David E. Kelly did create Ali McBeal. Um, but uh yeah, they David E. Kelly and Nicole it seem to have been they seem to have sort of struck up a uh kind of Tim Burton-Johnny Depp relationship where they just can't stop putting stuff out together. Um and just like just like Johnny Depp and Tim Burton, some of it's good and some of it is crapola. Um the stuff that's good obviously is uh would be big little lies which i've i've recommended previously on the show that was that was very good uh the stuff that's not good was the undoing um which was just uh stupid very stupid and and bad um nine perfect strangers is uh, i would say kind of a, a, a return to form um in this kind of ongoing collaboration they have a, just an amazing cast um kind of genius that it it's the cast is stacked with actors that specialize in playing absolute psychos. So there's an immediate sense of drama where you're just kind of like, okay, well, which one of these people is going to go crazy first? Because you got, you know, you got Michael Shannon, you got Bobby Cannavale, you got Luke Evans, all of whom have been, you know, played uh, just the... <laughs> fucking scariest psychos imaginable in various things before. Nicole Kidman is no slouch when it comes to playing, uh, you know, baddies and psychos as well. Um, But yeah, the rest of the cast is, is fantastic as well. You got, you know, uh, Melissa McCarthy, uh, Regina, Regina Hall, Regina King. I always get them confused. I think it's Regina Hall. Um, Manny Jacinto from, uh, from the good place is in it. Amazing, amazing cast. And um, it kind of takes its, it it i like that it it takes its time getting to the stuff because it's obvious from the very beginning i mean even the title nine perfect strangers you know it, there's this mysterious very exclusive health retreat and all these nine this group of nine people all show up they don't know each other they don't know why they've been selected because it's a very exclusive health resort um so it's very clear that there's going to be stuff with a capital s you know like there's going to be stuff happening and there's clearly stuff in the past of all of these people that's led them to get there. Um, but the show kind of, the show takes its time getting there, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't have a, it, to me anyway, it doesn't, It the pacing felt kind of just right um, because it's supposed to be a health resort and kind of, you know, laid back and all about, you know, releasing toxins and all of that crap. Um, yeah. And then when it does kind of finally, uh, you know, start to, uh, bubble over, as it were. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't disappoint, and and it's also, like I said, for a, for a cast that has a real like a literal murderers row of actors that have played murderers. Um, the the kind of the you know the 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 boiling point doesn't come where you think it's going to come uh, from. So yeah, um, check out yeah nine perfect strangers on Amazon. Uh, I think mean, there's eight episodes. Um, you can you can binge it all now um and it's uh it's a it's a good time um if you've been affected by any of the issues discussed in this episode of junior funners um feel free to send us an email uh juniorfunners at gmail.com ask us a question just say hi maybe suggest a feature um who knows you know whatever just anything please just send us something we're very lonely um we're also on Twitter at Junior Funners. Uh, Lawrence is on Twitter at IB Online. Have you had any? You've not had any more tweets go viral. We haven't
2: talked about no,
1: that. No, sadly, not yet. Mm. But I'm nearing a one thousand followers, listeners. So if you have a Twitter, please follow so I can get to a thousand followers.
0: Yeah, and I'm, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, please follow me as well. I don't, I don't need to ask for the follows. I'm, you know, I'm probably. I'm probably almost at the same number as Lawrence. I, I haven't even checked, but I'm probably like almost, almost at that number as well, probably. But uh, if you want to follow me, I'm at Crispy Willis. Um, yeah. Well then, bye.